Spreading Cajun across the nation. Pushing the brand across the land. Welcome to Ragin' Review. Made by the fans for the fans. Cajun Nation, the kick was wide left. And down goes Goliath. Louisiana goes into Boone, North Carolina, and disgustingly takes care of business 24 to 21, thanks to a Chandler State and missed field goal as time expires. Welcome to Region Review. Matt Miguez here. Jerry Abair and Josh Jagno, man about town, join me as well. And gentlemen, you know, don't 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 take this the wrong way. I'm I'm stoked that we we finally got the monkey off our back. But god damn it, it was ugly. <laughs> yeah, it was it was yeah. hard to watch. God, it was That's ugly. True. Yeah. I'll yeah, let I'll, mean, I'll let Jerry do his 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 uh his deal, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to gather myself before I get on. I am I'm, I'm looking at the stat sheet on, on ESPN and you know I I wanna commend Levi Lewis on his ability to just grind out plays tonight. Um, you know, he did run the ball 11 times for 77 yards. A lot of those plays kept drives alive when we needed them to be alive. I think he made some good decisions in the air as well as a whole. I think it was a poor performance in the air for Levi, 8 of 23 for 101 yards and a touchdown. Um but again, you know, I I want to begin by commending him, like I said, on his ability to continue the drive and keep the offense on the field. I think I think that was a big difference maker down the stretch. Oh man, um, my my CDS is still sort of kicking in right now. I'm still trying to get. I'm still trying to relieve my stress. Um, I, I, you know, when 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 they lined up for that field goal. I'm just like, you know, we're going to go to overtime. And with our luck, we're going to turn the ball over in overtime. And App State is somehow going to find a way to beat us. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I thought, look, I said this before last week. I said this uh, going into tonight. We were the better team. I mean, you can tell by the way we played in the third quarter. You can tell by the way we responded. Um, to their scores in the first half. You can tell by the way we played them in the trenches. We were clearly the better team. I think we had more depth. I think we were more athletic than them. Um, I find that we were able to expose their vanilla offense, right? Josh, I've been saying it. I said it with Ethan the other day, you know, and you said it best. They know who they are and they know what they can do. But I think we were able to counter that. They know who they are. They know their identity. They do stick with the basics, but our athleticism, and I think the way we schemed against that was just too much for them to handle on both sides of the football. Now, granted, you know, we joke about Billy sometimes outcoaching himself. I mean, look, that's an understatement for tonight, especially oh, in the last quarter. Oh. Um, and, we'll, and we'll get into that in a second, but look, 
Um, yeah, my, 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 my nervousness is starting to wear away now, now that I'm actually, it's like therapy, right? I'm actually openly talking about this and right. look guys, the eight, the eight game win streak, the winless streak, just the winless series record. It's over. You know, we went to their house on their senior night, uh, guys like Thomas Hennigan, Zach Thomas, those guys who, who celebrated their senior night and we crashed their party and won this game and we're coming home with a victory. Um, we're coming home with a nine and one record and we're going to be coming home with a higher ranking come Sunday. So take it for what it is, uh, playing in the rain like that. It's one of those situations where when you play in that type of weather, anything goes, but I yeah. thought we, we did a great job preparing for it. I thought we did a fantastic job scheming for the, uh, the weather. Um, but I tell you guys, a much needed break is, is, is in the balance next week to where we can kind of rest up kind of calm myself down and get ready for Coastal uh, on December 19th for the conference championship, which, by the way, I think if it's dry weather that night and we play like we did tonight in drier weather, we have a shot to win that game and, and bring home an, uh, a conference championship. God, are you kidding me? Well, look, I'll, I'll say I'll say this, okay. Before I get started, uh, I understand that we played in a driving rainstorm, and I understand that it was cold to get all that stuff. I really do. And I, I mean, at a very lower stakes level, I've played in bad weather, so I understand that it totally changes your approach. Totally understand that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we went to Boone. We played in bad weather. We played against a senior laden team with a with a, a quarterback that we couldn't beat up until this night. All of those things matter. Okay, I understand that. But holy crap, what a shit show that was! And <laughs> and I'm not talking about – and look, I love to win. I am thrilled. I am so – I'm over the moon right now. I'm having a great night. My life is good. But we did some of the most bizarre – what was that the most bizarre football game you have ever seen? Paul Boudreaux is like one of the best long snappers in the country. Our special teams across the board has been some of the best in the entire country all year. And all of a sudden, we can't find – we can't figure out how to snap it. We can't figure out how to hold it. Uh, uh, extra point. I mean, it was. Uh, it, it it was talking about CDS. I mean, I, I had a couple of aneurysms during this game, and you know, I told before before that last kick, and and we didn't we didn't win the game on that last missed field goal. Okay, we won the game in multiple other areas, but when when they lined up for the field goal, I told Catherine, I said, we cannot go to overtime. We cannot go to overtime. I said. If you balance out the odds of all the things that have gone against us in this game, he's going to miss this kick because we deserve it. I mean, really, it was down to that. And, of course, it wasn't even close. But, my God, look, I'm, I'm thrilled to win. Monkey off the back, the whole thing. But, uh, you know, just so many things to talk about in that game. What a weird game. What a weird game that was. You know, I, I want to I say this because – you know we're getting ready to we're getting ready to line up for the their App State's lining up for the field goal, and you know I have I cut cable probably about two years ago. I have Hulu, live TV, whatever, um, and it is well documented that Hulu is always, you know, like a second and a half to two seconds behind. And I guess at one point in the game I had rewind the TV. So I was I was even a little bit more behind. They're lining up to kick the field goal, 
and my smartwatch dings. And my dumbass goes to check it. And all I see is it's a tweet from UL Football, and it says no good. Oh. And I said, you son of a bitch. Because, <laughs> like, don't, don't get me wrong, like, the play was still awesome, but, like, it took away sure. that surprise factor because I saw it coming. Did you guys did you guys see Joe Dillon crying on the uh, on oh, the sidelines awesome. when they panned it? How awesome. Man. You know, so so you know, as much as we get frustrated watching this and we get pissed at Napier and we get pissed at all these other little things that go on in the game, at the end of the day and it, you know, when the clock is zero zero zero, how much did that mean to those guys? I mean, Joe Dillon's been through hell. He's been through a couple of different injuries, didn't even know if he was gonna be able to play again. He's a senior, you know, I mean they wanted this game so badly and it would have been a travesty to lose that game because like Jerry said, we were hands down clear as day, the better team. It wasn't even close. If you take away, if you take away Paul's yip, I mean, we probably win the game by three scores. Oh, for sure. Uh, I was going to say, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, Josh, but I do have, I do have a a little fun fact for you guys tonight. When you think about the, 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 the must snaps, they scored 10 points off of the must snap because the first drive, we gave them the ball like on the what the twenty. Well, no, it was a penalty, um, the fifteen yarder. But still, like they scored well, on that drive, so I'll count that. Then, well, they got it. They got it in midfield. But you know what else yeah. happened on that drive is that they high low Taylor Humphrey on the touchdown uh, on the touchdown run, and nobody called. Let me tell you something. This is one of the worst, and I we have seen some bad officiating crews. This was at the top of my list for worst Sunbelt officiating crews I have ever seen in my entire life. Because I can tell you. On the on the muff on the on the first punt that was or the snap that was over uh, Reese's head, there was no foul on that play. That was a touchdown. I, I was looking for it. I didn't see that it. That was either. a touchdown. And no. so, but if you think about it, I mean, look, that first drive or that first muff turned turned into seven. Okay. Yes. Yeah. This extra point where it literally hit Dylan Camber in the head, that's eight points right there because that could have been an extra point that would have been good. Yep. And then. The one where he snapped it over Reese's head and Reese kicked it out the end zone. That's another two points. So just by bad snaps, we just well, he did. He took two safeties. Well, well, the, the, he took two safeties, but but the 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 um the the last safety wasn't a deep snap. It was just Levi running out of the end zone. Um, but that's, that's I mean, true. we had we, we mean look bad snaps, and then you're not and then you're not accounting points. for the missed field goal, the first missed field goal. Yeah, that's true. So, Probably in, in regular conditions at three. I mean, dude, there's no doubt about it. We win this game going away. We win this game going away. And do you really think that we would have run Levi out of the back of the end zone to finish no. the game which, if it wasn't bad which, weather? Which, 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 by the way, which is one of the goddamn dumbest. And look, it worked out. It worked out. And and it, just because it worked out doesn't mean it was, it was the right play call. But I understand why he did it. He didn't want to snap it. He didn't want to punt. But – are you really going to give Zach Thomas the ball in midfield with a minute plus to go? I thought that was incredibly stupid. At his stadium, too. At home. Yeah. I mean, here's my thing about that. We should have never gotten to that point because on third and two, on third and two, why are you passing? You give it to Regis, he gets the two yards, and it's over. It's done. It's over. And that's... Look, the big game Billy thing is real, okay? It's real. I know we joke about it, but the big game Billy thing is fucking real. 
he outcoached himself again, man. That is horrible play calling. Matt, he has a football. Matt, do you have the stats in front of you? How many yards were we getting per carry tonight? As a team, okay, well, here's the thing. If the snaps over the punter's head are considered are considered rushes. Okay, so let's, let's if you have the stats, look at Trey and what he was getting per carry. And Eli too, really. I mean he had a hell yeah, of a we'll just get those two, yeah. I mean this is it's, but but what you're saying is hundred percent right. Why are you giving him the option to throw when they, it's literally <laughs> you you're using the clock as your your ally and you give him the option to throw? What are you doing? Run that quarterback power. If they stop him, they stop him. The clock is going to run. They have to use their timeout. What in the hell is he doing? They called two timeouts. They had one timeout left before that play. Even if you're going to go for it on fourth down, you're in the game. And you have two fucking yards? Oh, dude, I was so pissed. So so, so yeah. I'll, I'll share this. You know, if you factor in the five sailed punts, the team averaged two point eight yards a carry. Levi with, with the hot with with the punts or without the punts. That's with the and punts. with the big Levi loss. That's with the punts, yeah, and the Levi loss. So Trey Regis averaged three point six yards a carry. He had twelve carries for forty three yards. I mean, he needed two yards. His average was three. And a half. There you go. Well, what was what was Eli? Eli averaged 7.9. Okay. Oh, you don't so say. Right there. Right there. Two and, running backs. And if you, uh, if you also, put them together. Also of note, Levi Lewis averaged seven yards carry. Okay. So take those three. You're averaging around four to five yards of carry, maybe six, about five and a half yards of carry. Okay. You have, it's, it's really by default, even though you're in your own territory in the rain, it's technically four down territory when you're two yards Absolutely. away. Absolutely. Come on, Absolutely. Man. Come Absolutely. on! You just no, it, any it, yeah. of them. And two Napier, two yards. Napier was bad tonight. He was. He, he and he does this shit. It, it, we're talking to Matt. Talking to Matt Barnes. He said every time we play out state, it's like Napier freezes. He it, it, he did it again. He did it again, man. And without like some really gutty play from some defensive guys, Matt. Who when we talked about. At state, when we thought we were going to play him back in like October, who did I tell you had to be big for us to win? Special teams. Chauncey Manack. Oh, yeah, him. Oh, he, 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 he lit it up tonight. What, Chauncey Manack had an incredible game. What oh, he was great. But no, you and know, I, I have to. The defensive line ended up winning that game for us. Well, well, you go back to talk about Joe Dillon. I wanted to comment on that because you're saying how he got emotional. Look, if you guys remember, his freshman year was Coach was Coach Hud last year, and we That's all right. know that was Coach Hud's last game against App State. They beat us sixty three to fourteen. The team had pretty much quit by then. Oh, they quit. Um, to where there, and I joke about it, but their fifth string quarterback even scored a touchdown, and they took a fifteen yard penalty because the entire bench ran out and celebrated because the water boy scored, and. Yeah. And I say waterboard jokingly, but that's just, I mean, that's how he was treated. He was the fifth string quarterback. And so Joe Dillon played in that game. I mean, you mm-hmm. see the difference of the mental aspect of where, how low we were back then to where we are now. I mean, to see the senior class this year, how they evolved from the 17 team, where they yep. played in Boone and pretty much quit before, before kickoff, to now, 
where you're nationally ranked and you're about to, you're on the verge of possibly winning a conference championship. I mean, what a what a journey! What a yeah. journey! No, I, 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 you know, it's it's a great point. It's a great point. Imagine how Joe felt back then, going through rehab and everything, and getting to the point where, you know, he's on teams that you know going to the championship game can't get over an obstacle like App State, and then they go in and. They have this bizarre game in the rain on the road where the game was rescheduled and all this stuff, and they get a W. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I feel I, that's incredible. I mean, I, I, as a fan watching it, I know how I feel. So as a player, it, it's got to be Nirvana, so, man. I, and it's great. So let, 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 let's have some fun because I'm already getting messages from from App State fans saying, <laughs> saying "What a look, the whiniest group of bitches!" In like <laughs> literally, they're like. They're like LSU level. Well, you it's know, bad. Here, here's here's one in particular, and I'm obviously we're not gonna name drop, but you know, I've I've got some people saying, well, you know, you guys played well, and I respect your program, but you know, the refs made some questionable calls. We could have beaten y'all. Oh, <laughs> oh my! They okay, are delusional, granted, dude. Granted, I I will agree with them to an extent. All the way back at the beginning of the game, the very first. Punt, screw it. It was awful. It was awful. There should not have been a penalty called on that play. No. App State well, should have, you know what, should have no. kept the touchdown. I agree with them on there, that. There was multiple, multiple calls in that game. Do y'all oh, think that course. fourth down catch was a catch? That wasn't no damn no. catch. That ball was on the ground. No, but was, yeah. it, it also the, was, it, was it also the rest fault that they got zero yards of total offense in the third quarter and, and, and we outscored them 14 also, to zero? My, my, I have another question to add on to that that's going to lead into my next point. Was it also the ref's fault that, you know, Zach Thomas sucks? Well, Zach, look, no, Zach, Zach Thomas sucks. was who we know. I, we've been saying it for three years, and we got a whole lot of heat early on. And, and, and yes, they came to Lafayette and beat us. I understand all that. But Zach Thomas is who he is. He is an average quarterback that, look, maybe we didn't give drink enough. Uh, credit for his offensive schemes because their offense was very dynamic when Coach Drinkwitz was there. So, look, I know the guy won a lot of football games, but he's been on really, really, really good football teams. Okay, so when he when 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 really he needs to make plays, we kind of whooped his ass. I, I'm not sorry. Here's, I'm not here's, sorry. Here's Zach we knew who he was. Here's Zach Thomas's stats for tonight. He went 10 of 21 for 92 yards, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. And then on the ground, he ran the ball eight times. For one yard. Yeah, that, that 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 was the turning point for me. I think that stat sticks out the most because the thing about Zach Thomas is that it's kind of it, it's almost like he and Levi switched roles um, because it was always the case when Zach Thomas can run, when he had the ability to get on the outside and beat you with his feet, it became more dangerous. But it seemed like Levi kind of played the role of Zach Thomas, what Zach Thomas is known for tonight. And he beat him at his own game. Um, you know, we've said it since Levi's been the starting quarterback, dating back to early 2019. You know, we always said that Levi had to play at a certain level to win a game like this tonight. And you know what? To, to me, in my opinion, if I had a player of the game, I'm giving it to Levi. Because for him to go to their house and beat them at their own game, even though his passing stats might not have been up to par of what we're used to, to do that at their house in the rain and the way he played and put the team on his back, especially yeah. on the offensive side of the ball, yeah. it, the way he played tonight is exactly what we've been saying uh, for years of, of what it takes. And he did. And what we needed. And what we needed. 
Yeah, yeah. offensive player of the and game for sure. Overall player Matt. of the game, it's got to go to Johnson Manack. I'll give it to Johnson. Yeah, that, that Matt, especially. Yeah. Matt, we've been saying since 2018, okay, Zach Thomas is a nice player, but we always we said on the pod, if I had to choose a player with a higher ceiling, I'm taking Levi. Every day. And Every here we day. are in 2020. And look, let's be fair. I'm not going to be like uh, Andre Ware on the damn broadcast, who was brutal, and just Levi this and Levi that. Levi made great plays. He made good decisions all game long. He was a playmaker. I thought he was terrible in the air, but you got to give him some leeway. It's, it's soaking wet. So I gave him some leeway. He made some very nice throws in that two-minute drill going into the half. I thought he made some very nice pinpoint accuracy throws. But – on the ground, decision-making, with maybe the exception of a few plays down the stretch, but he was a field general when we needed it, and you have got to give him credit for that. That's major, major. On the road, weather, the whole deal, you know how much they wanted this game. And, uh, yeah, of course, you've got to give him credit for that. I think he rushed for, like, 77 yards and 11 carries yeah. before the big loss. Well, I mean, going into the next big, season. The big, the big loss, since it ended up a safety, it actually does not count towards his numbers. It is registered as a team rush. Oh, nice. So, yeah, well, 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 his line was 77 yards? On 11 carries, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I think I think going into next season, out the fact that he announced he's coming back and, 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 you know, he's most likely, I mean, he will be our starting quarterback, depending on whether or not he, you know, changes his mind. Um, look, you can't – we said this last year going into the beginning of this season. You know, we always said how the coaches were afraid of him getting hurt. And, you know, Levi's not a – we've seen it over the past five games. Levi Lewis is a scrambling quarterback who is elusive and athletic. He is not a pocket passer. If you say it like this, him, he has got to be able to use his legs in order to be more effective through the air. And I don't even think it's questionable at this point. Bingo. Look at the look. If you look at the past three or four games, look at the throws he's made on the run, and yeah. look how creative he's been. Look that throw he made tonight to Errol Rogers in the rain. How he was able. Was it Dante Fleming or Rogers? He threw to it. It hit him in the on the fifty yard line. I think it was the first half where he rolled out to the left, and that was Dante Fleming. But okay. and I agree with you. But how many crucial third downs did he get with his leg? I mean, crucial times where he just. You know, he gives you the threat where he can put the ball in the air, but and he's elusive enough. There was one time where a nickelback crashed in and he just shook the piss out of him and walked well, five six yards for a first down. Or yeah, it was the third or fourth down play. Yeah, yeah, and, and it, the, the two point conversion used to see. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. The, the, the touchdown pass, the touchdown pass to Trey Regis was so beautiful because oh. the entire defense went right. It was so well. It was so well executed. But just think. Those little, those little tiny things of him being able to use his feet. He, he, look, I'm, I'm not asking Levi to run for fifty yard, a fifty yard run. Those little four or five yard scrambles. Yeah. You, you extend drives. You burn clock. You gain momentum. You, 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 you frustrate a defense. I mean, yeah. Which is more baffling why we weren't doing it in the fourth quarter. Third and two, when we throw the ball, kills me, man. Absolutely oh, kills me. Man. But no, Matt, you made the comment about App State fans. Look, I have had respect for App State since they joined FBS. Hell, I had respect for them before that. I, I had a jump, a jump the shark moment with that whole program tonight. Oh, dude, they, they're, first they're of all, so their wild. players, 
their players were dirty. They did some filthy shit on the field that, you know, people probably won't remember. But if you go back and watch the game, did you see the hit on the castle, the late hit from Noah yeah. uh, Hannon? That was disgusting. That happened a lot. There was a lot of holding and grabbing and shit talking. And some of that is, you know, it's a rivalry. So you let some of it go. But they, they hold themselves like such noble people in a noble program. They didn't play like a noble program tonight. They played like Arkansas State. And I can tell you, I, I don't have any amount of extra respect for that program anymore after what I saw tonight. And, uh, you know, throughout the t- oh, throughout the years and the battles, you kind of you, you develop. We know them. We know them. We, we played them so many times. But the whiny-ass fans, oh, my God, dude. It is LSU La Tech-level delusion and bitchery. Well, I, I'm going to take the I'm gonna take the opposite route on that, Josh, and here's why. I, I, and I'm not that I disagree, because I think there were a few fans who were making excuses. I, look, I have respect for the App State fan base. I've know I know a few of them. Um, I think that I know a few of them too, but it doesn't yeah. change the fact that the majority of their fans are whining to bitch on social media. Well, I mean, it's, but it's the social media crowd. Look, I, I'll be honest with you. I think what happened tonight it was such a weird game. And and look, they're not used to somebody coming to their house and taking two touchdown leads on them. I mean, it, it just and, – and the way they did it and the way we were doing it. I mean, look, we halted a few of their drives by sacking Zach Thomas. We, 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 we dominated their offense for a good bit of the game. And I think some of them were just kind of shell-shocked by it. So the first thing they do is complain. Um, well, it goes – but it also goes beyond our game. Is it the same thing with Coastal? Is it the same thing with Marshall? At any time something's not going their way, it's this and that, and there's an excuse and that. And then when they start losing, that their players start doing bullshit like Hannon did. Uh, uh, that's not a that, that's not a squeaky clean, clean program. That's not a respect. That you can't do shit like that and get well, my respect. Well, we well, don't play I, ball like that. No, I, I agree. I think I think coming. I think at the end of the day, they're they're just they're not used to losing to us. You know. Um, well, and, who freaking who? I, 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 at home. That, that doesn't I'm make it. That doesn't make it okay. I'm not saying it's okay. I just, I mean, look, there's some of their fans, yes, they're a little vocal. I think the main thing is, though, the reason why is because I think what I see, though, is like, if you were willing to, you, L, 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 That's right. And we punch you in the mouth and respond, dude, you got to show some humility, man. You can't, you can't start blaming the refs and blaming, look, there some of them were, and this is, I find this about the L, the Los State U fans, the LSU fans, they have been saying this, and I've noticed some app fans, said it on Twitter, this is a COVID year. Well, what? We don't have COVID? Look, our head coach just recovered from COVID. Like, are you really using the COVID excuse for your, for I your, don't your want to hear any of that shit. I no. mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, look, I'm going to tell you right now. I Look, I know App went through a lot with COVID. I know the first game and all that stuff. But, look, our, we have we had a third of our team with that. You know, I mean. We, well, hold look, on a second. App State called off our game because they had some COVID problems. It was like 15. And it turned out that really not that many of them had COVID. Yeah, we like beat Georgia Southern with 34 effing players on the no playlist. So I don't well, want to hear shit about COVID. We went and played a football game with freshmen and won. Here's, here, here's well, the it's deal. always an excuse here's, for this fan base. Here, here, it's always here's an excuse. the deal. Here's the deal. Point blank and simple. And, you know, I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid off that nobody else is going to want to. And I'm going to get shit for it, and I'm okay with it. App State fans are nothing but bitches, and they can't take a loss. Done. I mean, look, and, and, and I understand when you're, when you're used to success, it's difficult to lose three games in a season. I get it. I get it. But 
don't ULLLLLLL me. And then when you get your ass kicked, start making excuses and saying that our players are dirty or that we cheated or that we're not playing fairly or whatever. Shut your mouth, take your ass whipping, and let's move on. See you next year. So, you yeah, know, well, I'm, I'm scrolling I'm scrolling through the Twitterverse, and I'm, I'm going to change the subject slightly. You know, we talked earlier about the intentional safety. Um, there is there is a quote from Billy Napier explaining himself. And it says, "Do do would you really want to run the snapper and punter out there and try it again? We felt like the best opportunity to win was to give up a safety there and not give up another bad play. Napier says he considered going for it, but the logic was if they could flip the field, it would be best in that situation. How about the logic to run the ball two times instead of throw a stupid well, pass? Right. My my thing my thing was is if taking the safety or you know trying to flip the field was your plan all along, why not run the ball on third and two? Run the clock. And then if you get stuffed, then you just punt it. Yes. And you make I mean, them use their timeout. Because here, here's I look, the thing. I, I, as, I, as I don't care as, how he spins it. They they screwed up that whole theory. As as much as, as much as I as much as I love and respect Paul Boudreaux because I do, we had to have another long snapper, right? I don't know. I, I think is, is there a backup I long snapper? Typically, have one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, shit, teams, I, you would think we would have saw him tonight, right? <laughs> yeah, most teams have one, um, or maybe one that travel. Uh, like, I know they have. They they do have more than one that practice and stuff, but I don't know if they dress out. They might have more than one. That, I don't know. I mean, well, now here's another thing. Because of COVID, they've limited uh, who travel. Oh, right, right. I just, right. I, I don't know. I just, we should have never been in the position to punt. We should have run the ball twice. It was third and two, not third and twelve. We should have run the ball twice. Yeah. You got you. You have elite running back. Your offensive line played well all night long. You have a quarterback who can run. What the hell are you doing throwing a pass on third and two? That, that just—I don't care what they say about the damn safety. We should have never been there. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I'm, well, I'm with you. There, yeah. there are so many things that you could talk about in that game, though. I mean, it really didn't even come down to that. There were so many other moments where you just shake your head or, you know, you, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. Just every moment of that game felt like a grind. Like, I, I think I lost 10 years off of my life watching that. Well, it's, look, I, again, the CDS was really kicking in on those last 30 seconds. Oh, but, dude, as soon as we kicked it off, I thought, oh, here we go. They go find a way. And I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be hollering and throwing my phone against the wall. When when the when the yeah. when the ref threw the flag on the pass interference call, I said, "Yep, that's the game." I actually didn't mind the pass interference because I mean he really kind of was beat, and I'd rather him get flagged and give up the touchdown. Even though I thought he was in pretty good position, I don't know really what happened there. Maybe he just fell. He felt like he was beat at the end. Uh, but I should I'd rather get the fifteen yard penalty. So the touchdown it worked out right. So well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I was I was just thinking, shit. They got the ball at the fifteen. All they need yeah. is a field goal. I I was I was panicking at that moment. But you know, the football gods were finally on Louisiana side for once in our lives. Well, they owed us. They owed us one. I mean, come on. They were finally on our sides. Uh, Louisiana defeats App State twenty four 
to 21 in Boone, North Carolina. The Cajuns improved to 9-1 on the year, and they will prepare for Coastal Carolina in the Sun Belt Conference Championship. App State falls to 7-3. Guys, Coastal plays BYU tomorrow. What a sick game. Are, 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 we, are, we, are we Coastal Carolina fans tomorrow? Oh, are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Matt, you understand that if Coastal beats BYU, you're setting up the biggest Sun Belt Conference game, uh, championship game in history, which is, I mean, it's only the fourth one, right? Fourth or fifth one. Third one. But you're talking about probably a, a 15 or 16 AP-ranked Cajun team against a top-10 Coastal team. And it, that has huge implications. Okay, we. Well, I am a huge Sean's fan tomorrow. Well, well, do do you think Coastal has a legitimate chance to win that game? Let me ask that. I expect Coastal to win the game. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. For I, for I, multiple I, reasons. I think Coastal's going to get hung, but you know that that. Well, okay. Just, well, let's explore that for just a moment. Why do you think that? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I think BYU might be the most electric offense in the country. Well, yeah, but they played horrible defenses the entire season. They haven't played a I mean, single top 50 defense. I don't, I don't think Coastal has a great defense. Well, no, but they're like number six in the nation in tackle for loss. They're like number nine in the nation in sacks. I mean, these guys get after the quarterback. Zach, Zach Wilson hasn't been pressured at all. I've watched, I don't know, maybe three or four BYU games. He has all day to throw the ball. Now, the I mean, if your line is big and athletic, and that has a lot to do with it, but they haven't played a. They haven't played anybody. No, I was going to say the, the BYU schedule has been really, really soft this year. Um, there really hasn't been. The, I mean, there's most pretty much almost all of the teams they played. Like the Cajuns could go, could hang with all of them and beat all of them. So I mean, I, I don't. If they would have played like a P5 and like a TCU or like an Iowa State, like we did, and dominate the way they have, I would have a different opinion. I think this team. This Coastal team is going to be their biggest challenge tomorrow. And that speaks volumes because, look, I think Zach Wilson's a great quarterback. I think BYU is very electric. Sure. I, just, I, just, I just don't think they've been challenged yet to the extent that we can say that they're any type of playoff team or anything like that because if you look at their schedule, it's not a good schedule. It's a really weak no. schedule for their standard. Yeah. And the majority of those wins are at home. And here's yeah. another thing. They're traveling cross-country on a two-day notice. Coastal yeah. can score the ball. We're, we're, if Coastal might lose the game, I'm not saying it's a walkover, but it's going to be a game. If people that think that this is going to be a blowout or not, and yeah. that, that 10-point line in Vegas is absurd. Speaking of Vegas, Razor Review is now 10-0 and against the spread in Cajun football game. Beautiful. So can you believe that? That is gotten, unbelievable. We haven't gotten one wrong this year. That's wild, dude. That is impossible. So I'm, I'm looking. I don't at, think, uh, but before before we wrap it up, I'm looking at the total defense stats on NCAA.com. BYU comes in at number six in the country in total defense. Okay. Coastal Carolina is at number sixteen. Hey, that's, that's better than I thought. And just for shits and giggles, Louisiana's at thirty-two. Oh, nice. Not too bad. Probably go up after tonight after that sloppy test. App State at number fourteen. Well, well, they didn't well, show it tonight. On a regular night, we would have kicked their ass, dude. I mean, it's true. Yeah, y'all watch the game. Oh, yeah. On a regular I, night, I, I, if I it would have been played in October and in, in Cajun Field maybe or even in Boone in October, that, that game was a three-score game. We were so much better than them. It wasn't funny. I've said, it, I've said yeah. it for weeks that we're the better team. 
So, right, hey, we're, great. We're, it's great yeah. to get a W. I love it. We, we, we are due. It was good to beat those bastards. I'm very happy about it. There's, there's always stuff we can complain about, right? I mean, there's so many things that happen throughout the course of the game. We watch the game differently than lots of people watch. We watch every play. We hang on every snap, you know. So, of course, we can have our list of gripes, but there's a whole lot to be happy about. McCaskill played great. Chauncey played great. Makai Garner played great. Uh, offensive line was solid. I mean, maybe our best game of the year. Levi made great decisions. Uh, our running backs were nasty as always. Kind of stuff. Pearson Eagle caught a ball. I mean, come on. No one scored. scored. Yeah, there's a lot to be happy about, you know. So I don't, I don't want to just talk about the negative. There's a whole lot to be happy about. I mean, look, you win, you advance, you get a bye, you, you gather yourself, and you get ready for a big showdown at Coastal, regardless of what happens with BYU. They beat BYU, great. You're setting up a showdown that the entire country is going to be paying attention to. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, no question about it. Cajun Nation, we which would be fun. We will bring you a full breakdown of this matchup in the next. I would say probably 72 hours uh, on Rage and Review. So stay tuned for that one. Guys, appreciate you joining me this late as always. And uh, God, man, what what a night. Be that. We be finally. But it yeah. took long enough. Only took almost a decade, but finally. It was, right. it was ugly. All right, Cajun Nation. You, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Stay safe this weekend, and we will talk to you guys soon. Tell them, Moe.